All right, joining us now on the Harbor One Hotline, it is nine-time Pro Bowler, two-time passing leader, the Hall of Famer, Warren Moon. Warren, thanks so much for taking some time tonight, man. We really appreciate it. Hey, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here watching this home run derby. This young kid, Julio Rodriguez, just hit 33 home runs in his first time at bat. Pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's the Mariners, man. That's your team. That's my team. Yeah, he's off to a great start, and they're, they're, they won 14 in a row. So uh, it's good baseball up here right now. Yeah, playing a lot better than the Red Sox, Warren, I'll tell you that. So, hey, let's get, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to some football. What, what were your overall impressions of Mac Jones in his first year? You know, I was really impressed, um, but I knew coming into the league, uh, I thought he was going to be the the uh, the better of all the quarterbacks coming out in the draft, just because of uh, his style of play. I think because of uh, the success he had at Alabama, playing in a big time program like that, and then also going to New England, which is a very you know you know solid structured. Um, um, program that he would be going into. He'd be well coached. You know, Josh McDaniels, you know, was going to do a great job with him. And uh, I, I think he did a great job. I think he, he finished the season not that strong. And I, maybe he got a little bit tired as the year went along. And that happens to some some rookies because it is a much longer season in the NFL. So he didn't seem to finish as strong. Maybe people had more of a book on him by then because he probably played more than any other rookie last year. Um, probably more than everybody except for the kid down at Jacksonville. But I think once teams kind of figure you out and, and, and have a book on you, they have a better chance of, uh, of slowing you down a little bit. So he might have ran into some of that and some fatigue, but I thought all in all he had a really good first season. We're chatting with the Hall of Famer Warren Moon. So speaking of that, you said maybe he got tired at the end of the season. So what do you think he needs to work on? What do you think he needs to get better at in year two, Warren? Well, I think he did a lot of those things from what I'm understanding is that he really concentrated on his body this off season and I got into a weight program, got himself much bigger and stronger. Um, and, I, and I think he understands now what it takes after going through a year. And it, it usually takes any rookie or any young player um, to go through the whole process to figure out what exactly is going to take uh, to get him through the season um, and finish, you know, at opti- optimal um a level, and I think that's what he found out that I need to get myself bigger, stronger, and be able to take more punishment. Also, be able to just be more uh, productive later in the season. So I think he's doing what he needs to do, and and that's a that's a good sign of a mature kid. Warren, obviously, it wasn't a problem for you because you had a huge arm, so it wasn't really an issue for you. But one of the things that Mac has been knocked for. I'm sure you've heard it is his arm strength he worked with. You mentioned he's working with Tom House in the offseason. How much can you improve something like that, Warren? You can improve it quite a bit, uh, especially if you're working on your body and working on your strength like he has. And then you you work with a a passing coach who shows you how to uh, use all of your body in your throwing motion because it's not all about the arm. A lot of it has to do with your legs. A lot of it has to do with your torso and, and, and the way you twist and things like that. So, um, if he gets all that incorporated into his throws, it's going to make his arm stronger. And then if his body's actually uh, stronger because of the, the weightlifting and all that, yeah, his arm is going to become a little bit stronger. And you don't have to have a gun uh, to play in this league. It, it, it really helps it's, at certain times if you have one of those those um, those type of guns in your arm where you might have to make a throw here or throw there like that. But for the most part, as long as you're accurate and you can get pretty good velocity on the football, you're going to be pretty successful in this league. And there's a lot of quarterbacks like Joe Montana and people like that that didn't have a strong arm, but they made up for it with anticipation and accuracy. That's interesting, Warren. So basically you're saying like there could have been something mechanically that he could have tweaked that could unlock his arm strength. 
No question about it, and, and that's what Tom House is for. If you look at Tom Brady, his arm is much stronger now to me than it was when he first came into the league, and I think a lot of that has to do with, with uh, working with Tom for all these years, and they've really perfected his, um, his fundamentals of throwing the football. We're chatting with the Hall of Famer, Warren Moon. So, Warren, if you look going forward with this class that Mac came in with, of course, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, and Trevor Lawrence. Mac had the best rookie season. I think that goes without saying based on, I mean, Trey Lance didn't really play. Wilson was not great. Fields got his feet wet. And then, of course, Lawrence did not have a great rookie season. But going forward, if you had to choose, like, this group, where would you put Mac among those guys? Um... I think I'd put him probably third or fourth. You know, if if you're just looking at overall uh, athletic ability and being able to throw the football and being able to move around and run, but that that has doesn't have everything to do with it because a lot of it has to do with who you're surrounded with, and then the, the type of structure that you come into. And you, you're talking about the New England Patriots, one of the one of the um, most solid franchises in the league and, and the type of coaching that he's going to get there all that has something to do with it and some of those other young players we talked about had new coaches or are going to have new coaches again this year so they're going to go through a transition even again because uh, you have to come with a new coordinator and a new head coach and and, and learn all that stuff over again so it, it, it's not as easy as just who's the best athlete out there Mac's going to stay within the same program uh, he will have a new play caller this year, but I think most of what they're going to do is going to be the same on offense. So he'll have a chance to build off of what he did last year where some of those guys are maybe going to take a step back because they have a new coach coming in or a new offensive coordinator coming in. Yeah, so you just look at it, Warren, kind of like in the sense that some of these guys, the Trevor Lawrences of the world, the Justin Fields of the world, that the upside is high. And with Mac, maybe the floor is high, but the upside may not be that high as some of these other guys. Exactly, and and I think for New England, they they want success right now. They they're, they're not willing to to build. I think uh, up in Jacksonville, you know, they they feel like it's a it's a building program there. So they've got some time to develop their quarterback and also develop their football team. Same thing with Chicago, with a new coach coming in. Uh, they're going to have the same uh, you know type of philosophy as we're going to build our program with a young quarterback. Where in New England, they want to win now. They want to compete in that division. They're not used to rebuilding, so. They just reload and keep going. We're chatting with the Hall of Famer, Warren Moon. So you look at some of these other young quarterbacks recently, Warren. Joe Burrow, of course, got Jamar Chase. Justin Herbert came into the league. They had Keenan Allen there. When Mahomes came in, of course, not young anymore, but he had Kelsey. They got Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and that's sort of where he took off. Do you think Mac needs that legitimate, bona fide number one guy? I really do. You know, um, Kobe did a great job for them last year, but he's not a number one receiver. I think anybody would say that, but on their football team, he is a number one. It didn't work out with Nikhil uh, Harry, uh, so they traded him away. Um, you know, they spent a lot of money last year on Nelson Aguilar and, and Kendrick Bourne, and they were just, I think, average for last year. So they need to either step up their games or they need to bring in somebody that's a number one receiver for him that he can depend on and becomes more of a big play, consistent guy for him. So, uh, Again, it's going to be a lot on those two guys that came in last year, or or uh, it's going to be by committee, I guess. And I think if you do it that way, he's only going to be average. He's never going to be that superstar quarterback because he doesn't have that, that legitimate number one receiver that he needs to throw the football to. 
and Warren, for all these years, of course, the Patriots, they always had Tom Brady. They had the Gronks of the world, et cetera. They had some, like, really star-level players. And if you look at this roster now with this Patriots team, you think people across the league are underwhelmed what's happened to this organization post-Brady? Yeah, I don't think there's a lot of fear in the in the organization right now because, you know, you don't have a Brady, you don't have a Gronk. Uh, you know, some of the great players they had on defense are now gone as well, so... Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of uh, fear towards the the, the, um, the New England Patriots. I'm, I'm sure there's respect there, uh, mainly because of the coach, and they know when you come and play against New England, you're going to have to beat them because they're not going to beat themselves. They're going to be sound in everything that they do. But I, I really think that there's not a lot of fear there anymore uh, just because of some of those great players we just talked about are not there anymore. We're chatting with the great Warren Moon, the Hall of Famer. And, Warren, just before we let you go, speaking of Brady, what did you make of his retirement slash unretirement this offseason? You know, it really didn't surprise me because I think every player that gets up in age at the end of the season, they're thinking that. They're, they're thinking retirement. They're thinking, do I want to go through this whole thing again? Uh, do I have it you know, to, to go through the training and everything that it takes to go through the offseason? Because that's the toughest part to me when I was playing is, is do you want to go through another season? Yeah, no, everybody wants to play the season, but what it takes to get to the season is what you have to sometimes come to terms with. And I think Tom felt at the end of the season, the way it ended, it was disappointing. I, I don't think I want to do this anymore, but after taking a month or so to really talk about it and think about it with his family, he felt like, hey, I've got, I just had a a really great season, one of my best ever. Why should I give up right now and 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 uh, and walk away from the game when I'm still at the top of my game? So it didn't surprise me that he came back, but uh, you would think Tom would have put more time into it before he actually made that announcement. Um, but I'm glad he's back because he's good for the game and he can still play the game, and that's the most important thing, and he still loves the game. Hey, so Warren, if you were playing in with these rules and with the extra game, what do you throw for, 5,200? <laughs> Don't even ask me that question, but <laughs> I would love to be playing right now. It is definitely not as physical a game. It's more of a skilled game, and I would love to be playing. That's the great Warren Moon, the Hall of Famer, nine-time Pro Bowler, two-time passing leader. Warren, thank you so much for the time tonight, man. We really appreciate it. Get back to the Derby, and hopefully your guy wins. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great evening.